for music production, it's just like it's uh, like you know, like you have to experiment to 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 understand if this mm-hmm. if this is gonna work mm-hmm. for you or not. Because like sometimes you have to go against the laws of sound physics or frequency mm-hmm. response, all kind of stuff together. It's like you can just do whatever you want. That's the core thing about music production. Is like you you just have fun. And and even though if you don't know anything about music production, you can just go on YouTube and just see how people are doing it, and and you can just right. have fun with it. You can just tweak a bunch of knobs on a synthesizer, like on a software synthesizer, to to, to see how it's gonna go for you. You're tuning into the Fox and Burger podcast, where we bring you closer to the Asian side of the furry fandom, one episode at a time. I'm your host, Michael Lamacha Fox. And today, we're talking with the one and only Snappy, aka Ten Kitsune, a DJ and musician from Vietnam. In this episode, we learned how his upbringing almost turned him off completely from music. We also talked about how he gained fame from One Little Undertale Remix, and why he decided to separate his music persona from his canine persona. We're really excited to finally sit down with Snappy. So sit back, relax, have some banh bao, and enjoy the episode. And welcome, Snappy, to the podcast. Uh, hello. Thanks for having me for this interview. Yeah, um, you know, Snappy's interesting because, like, he's actually someone, you know, you're, you're someone who I think I only met this year. Um, yeah. And then apparently you're a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we met at, uh, at uh, Titel uh, 2023. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I... I, I First, talk to you um, probably on the internet way before Titel. I don't even know how I talked to you. Like maybe like I forgot how I found your Telegram. Maybe it was through Twitter, but I really can't remember what the first conversation was. But I I think it was sometime this year. Oh I yeah. I don't know if I talked to you. I don't think I talked to you last year, right? Or did I? I I think it's at the end of last year, to be exact. Like you, I yeah. I um I think it's on Facebook. It's not Telegram. Yeah. Something like that. I only knew that you were, um, was it Aurora's, um, uh, like partner? And, and, <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah. That, that was it. Like, I saw it because, like, I could see that on Facebook. I was like, who's Snappy? Like, is, 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 is this guy, like, is he white? Because, <laughs> because your name, you know, you know like, <laughs> I don't mean yeah. that in an offensive way. I, was like, I looked at your name, I'm like, man, who is this guy? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It, it's totally good. It's totally good. Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it's that, um, um, you know, Aurora's. So, so, uh-huh. um, uh, me and Auras now are very very close friends, and it's been um, uh, it was because of of Aurora that a bunch of people actually actually know who mm-hmm. I am. So, so yeah. that probably including you. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I I I think that's right. Um, mm-hmm. I met I've known Aurora for I mean probably like four years by now, four or five mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. Aurora was probably one of the first top like first ten, uh, typhers that I met um oh I so see. like yeah like back in like 2017 like five like five years ago i think mm-hmm. 2017 2018 around there yeah. um but yeah like like so yeah welcome to the podcast we we don't always have a lot of musicians on the podcast mm. uh i think we've had paroto before he was one of the i would say earlier guests i think that might have been back in 2020 like we like we started the podcast in 2020 and he was one of the guests back in oh, 2020 oh. Uh-huh. Um, I think we've got a few other like you know music composers slash DJs um on the list, but of course like we don't want to reveal too much, so we'll get there when we get there. Yeah, um, I see. But yeah, uh-huh. um, as with any other guests, uh, just tell us your name, your persona, and where you live. Okay, so hi everyone. For 
for people who listen to this podcast um, and um, and doesn't know me yet, uh, my name is Snappy, and um, my first owner is a border collie, and I live uh, I currently live in Hanoi, Vietnam, and also mm-hmm. um, I'm 26 years old. I working um, music as my full time career. You're younger than me. <laughs> that was my first reaction. <laughs> oh yeah, d- dang, Snappy's younger than me. Um, didn't know that. Uh, all right. Well, like you meant, you mentioned you're from Hanoi, and, and we also had like who el- who else is from Hanoi? I think Kusu is from. Oh, there, Kusu. Right? Yeah, yeah. I I, yeah. I I know about Kusu, but I never talked to Kusu before. Um, Bios, I think he used to be on your podcast. Yeah. Um, as well. Yeah. So is is Bio also from Hanoi? Uh, Bio's not from Hanoi. He's uh he 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 from the southern part of Vietnam, and he just happened for uh to live in Hanoi for roughly one years before he moved to Australia. Wow. Gotcha, gotcha. Shout out to Bio. Shout out to Kusu. Cause like I think I think Kusu is gonna be at Forget. Um, mm. no, oh no 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 I'm sorry. First Square, the the con, uh, the Dujinshi con right before the, the Forget and First Square. Yeah. Yeah, he's not going to forget those. So, uh, I guess he's just flying out, like, or maybe he's doing something else. But mm. anyway, um, but shout out to those guys. How'd you get into the fandom, though? Like, I don't even know how you got into the fandom. I, I just know that you're 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 snappy, the the glowing eye doggo. <laughs> <laughs> so I get uh, into the fandom in twenty, I I I will say twenty eleven. When I um mm-hmm. when I I have this um I have this uh love in 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 like a cartoon, uh characters back then yep. already. So in twenty eleven um, you know like it was summers and I don't have anything to do so I was on you know, com- my computers like looking on stuff and, and so I find, fursuit and fursuiters and and I found mm-hmm. the uh, that's like this kind of uh, thing exists called furry convention. <laughs> so right. so so um I wore like what is this? And I wanted to know. So I discovered the fandom from there. And back in the day, um actually I didn't know uh that like there is furry in Vietnam at all. So when mm-hmm. I went to like an IRC chat. Yeah, back then I had yeah, I, I, I didn't IRC. Know, yeah. Oh wow, taking me yeah. back. Still still the IRC chat back then, yeah. Until um until like two or three years into the fandom, people switched to uh to Skype group chat or Yep. I remember those days. I don't even know if Telegram exists back then yet, but I think the same time around something. Yeah, so so that's how I get into the fandom. <laughs> you got you got into the fandom like you said it was twenty eleven, right? 2011, yes. What, did you know if there was like any other kind of like Vietnamese furry forum or was it just through IRC stuff? Um, so, so mostly IRC uh, chat, um, but like um, I think a few months later, I found out there's like Vietnamese furry around places. And, you know, like it's so crazy that's like mm-hmm. if I look back at it, it's already like exactly 10 years ago that mm-hmm. I, 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 I find the the furry community in Vietnam. Back then, it's like only like a few furry in Vietnam uh, yeah. back then. Uh, most of them are living in the uh, in the Ho Chi Minh City mm-hmm. and 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 uh, not a lot in Hanoi in the local town. And I was uh, only like 15 and I was so curious about 
uh, about the furry fandom and stuff like that. But like eventually, I found I I met a lot of great people who who like helping me like you know like you know telling me uh, stuff about the furry fandom and stuff in 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 the local. And uh, I can say that like um, back then, I just you know I was a kid back then, I like a teenager yep. back then. So like I was pretty shy back then. Uh, so so. I couldn't t- talk much to people. I'm I'm just stay home and get on computers. Like every time I get back from school, yeah. So yeah. um, I really didn't um talk much to the local back then. I just went straight ahead and go to, you know, like forum for you know like full affinity forums or something. Yeah. Like yep. Yep. For affinity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yep. so IRC chat and full affinity forum was like part of my life back in my early uh, furry fandom days. Yeah. But did your parents ever like, you know, do they know that you're a furry? Um, back then, uh, they don't. Now they do. Um, oh, I, have, I have to, yeah, I, I have to briefly say a little bit about the furry fandoms. Um, they don't, okay. they, they quite supporting me. Um, even though like they not sure what it is. Mm-hmm. So, um, because it's, it's right now, even now is still a very, very, you know, like a foreign concept about, furry fandoms um especially when you try to explain uh, ex- explain it to your asian parent is 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 uh yep it's gonna make them quite confused about what it is mm-hmm. so yeah when did you tell them that you were a furry though like what what year was that like back like, way when you were, you were you were like in high school or actually uh three years ago <laughs> oh okay so uh, kind of recent yeah because like if i say it i, I mean like it's very very easy for me to uh, explain it um, for for like, you know, like recently, you know, like the world changed quite a lot since since then, like especially yeah. like 10 years ago. Uh, but if I tell them about about this like 10 years ago, they will be freaking out. I don't know. It, it, it just feels weird back then because I have no confidence back then to like to, to like tell them like what it is. Mm-hmm. It is it's yeah. pretty hard for me to do that. I, I think it's amazing and it's an awesome thing that your parents accepted you and like like they they, they supported you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like even in even in America, um, which as you know that's where I'm from, I think a lot of people who do furry stuff they still don't like telling their parents like mm. like until until they have to. They usually mm. they usually won't do it freely. They yeah. have to, they have to have a like a reason. Like when you buy a fursuit, it's just like, how do you hide that from your parents is, is like, is a question. But I think like we've had guests on the podcast where like, I think I remember like, for example, like Rita back in the Philippines, like mm. she has a really supportive dad. Um, mm-hmm. Her father is really supportive of her, like of her being like a furry artist. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I'm all for that. Yeah, I'm all for that. Yeah, my parents actually know about um about, about me being furry when I got my first suit. So yeah. so because like I have to like you know like do laundry and stuff like that. So I I actually have a photo of my, uh, of the day I unboxed my first suit and I I carry mm-hmm. my mom in 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 first suit. Oh, I think I saw that. Yeah, like oh my gosh, what when 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 was that? Was that a couple years ago or was uh, that three years? Twenty twenty one actually. Yeah, September yeah, yeah, 2021. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my. I think I remember that on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was that one. That's awesome. Yeah. Can you tell us more about like how was it like you know growing up in Hanoi then? 
Yeah, so um, because like Hanoi is a is a capital city of Vietnam, so mm-hmm. um, when I was young, my parents uh was like extremely extremely busy at work, so mm-hmm. they couldn't really take care of me uh well back then. So I mm-hmm. had to live with my grandma um in uh one of the district in Hanoi. Yeah, uh, it was uh very very influential. Uh, like I stay. With my grand grandmas and my grandpas, uh, they raised me um, for the entire um, primary school until uh, until mm-hmm. the start of secondary school. Um, so primary school, I I was like I was so young and I wanted to do everything. You know, like I I play um, you know like I play with the kids in the neighbors that mm-hmm. has like you know actually it's very very um, satisfying to to tell my past life with my grandparents is always the thing that i always look look back because it's so nostalgic for me yeah um you know like the uh, back then there's no internet there's nothing we only have this, like this right. nokia's brick phone that yeah, i place yeah. next on actually my aunt have like an internet at home but like i wasn't allowed to use the computers you know back then but like i was so back then it was so into computer i was like yeah, yeah. um just um love computers so much i i went for like a like computers science contest for juniors back then and i actually won the first prize for it um wow. yeah because like uh, they 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 there was like a competition to like um do uh, like doing like a microsoft word uh and microsoft excel skill um so so like i i i grew up with uh, with with my uh, my aunt just like doing stuff on a Microsoft Word like back in the day, like Microsoft Word mm-hmm. 20, 2003 or something like that. It was so old. Um, but like having all of that together and like hang out with like uh, like a group of friends. Oh, yeah. Like like my old group of friends uh, in primary school. Oh, man. I just now remember about it. It's It's just so funny. Is that like. Whenever I talk about like uh, my past life, um, when, when at the place like where I, I I grew up, it just like thing just came back to my head like immediately. Wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so like my group of friends, like every every time we uh we have like a birthday with um of, of like a member in our friend group, we just like we ask like our parents, uh in my case my grandparents to buy right. the 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 invitation letters to to write to like invite them to the birthday party and and most of them they they house like surround the the school and and the school is like inside one of the in the small corners of the of the street the school is just like crumble like um by by a bunch of houses like like um, yeah. small houses they they home just around there so we just after school we just go to their place and we just like saying happy birthday we like giving gifts and stuff like that. We have to ask mm-hmm. our parents or my grandparents just like uh, buy stuff to give them, and and it was so fun. I would do anything to to go back to that. It's a very very memorable things for me. Yeah, that's such a sweet and such such a really nice like childhood memory. Yeah, childhood memory. Um and. It's the motivation for me to keep going uh, in life nowadays, yeah. which is necessary for me. <laughs> I, I know you said that you you know had like an intense interest in computers 
And yeah. so I was just kind of curious though, like, like is like, what was your major in college? Like I, I know we're kind of skipping a little bit ahead, but like, what did you do in college? I do art in college actually. <laughs> oh, wow. Is, yeah. Oh, is that why you also like occasionally share, I think is like some art, I think. Yes. I, uh, yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. No wonder, no wonder. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. What, 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 you know, like, well, well, tell us like, you know, like what got you interested in art? My grandpa's and my mom teach me uh, piano when I was young. Uh, mm -hmm. I would, I, I was uh, forced to do piano when I was young. So until I, do, I do, until, do you think yeah. that was a good thing or bad thinking about it? Do you think that was a good thing or a bad thing? It's, <laughs> it's kind of a bad thing for me back then. All right. Because okay. I was forced to do something I don't want to. Right. Sure. sure. Until, until right. secondary school, I, I was like, even during primary school, I just into computer that, that mm -hmm. much. So, so I, I, I talked to my uh, grandpa's and my mom I was like, I don't want to pursue music at all. So I went ahead and uh, and just you know like starting to learn how to program things on the computer by myself, like I I learned how to uh, write like a simple, you know like a very wacky weird ideas like like you know like an useless programs back then mm -hmm. uh, on on like a .dot net framework um, yeah. using Visual Basic's uh, programming language. And then I learned, eventually I learned C Sharp and C++ by myself because my parents finally like uh, realized like I like computers. So they brought me to a uh, computer school for a few years. And then I graduated and uh, I high school. Uh, yeah, high school. And then, you know, mm -hmm. like at high school, I was having like a, um, I was confusing. I don't know what I want to do back then. So, sure, sure, uh, sure. So, well, so well you like, were young, you know, in high school, like a lot of kids, I think they're, I really feel like a lot of kids don't know what they want to do in high school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so during high school, I, I, you know, like at the time I already found out about furry fandoms. So, uh, I was like, um, you know, for a few years in, in furry fandoms until I graduate from high school, before mm -hmm. I graduate from high school, I was like, um, uh, maybe I like drawing. So I, I went for like a, like a drawing classes, um, during the, the last years of my high school. And then I, uh, yeah, so, so because I want to like, I want to draw furry, you know? So, yeah, um, yeah. I did my entrance exams to one of these art college that I registered to, you, you know, to attend. I didn't expect much until, <laughs> until I, I found out that I, I passed the entrance exam wow. and, uh, I got into the college school. I was like, this is, this cannot be real. So is this like, it was just like a small idea that, that I think that I couldn't do, but I got it anyway. So I studied in art college for five years after that. And uh, I finally graduated in 2020, which is mm -hmm. the years COVID hit. And I'm, so, I'm forgetting yeah. that you're so young. I'm, I'm forgetting that. Yeah. Like you're like, what, three years younger than me, I think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Just, just for reference, I finished my bachelor's in 2017. Mm -hmm. Then I just finished my master's right now, uh, but I, I, but oh, I, I, I did I did uh, two years of uh, language training before my master's, so I had like a little bit of like time between my bachelor's and master's. But but anyway, anyway keep going. Yeah, I actually that that's that's all. <laughs> okay, sure. So so did you ever think about like doing like computer science then or some kind of like tech uh, like engineering? Because you mentioned how he has such an, an intense interest in computers. Actually, I, I always think, uh, you, you know, like back then, I always think that I 
I would do pro, uh, computer programming for my life because I just love mm-hmm. doing this, those kind of thing. Like, yeah. like imagine I, I was I was young back then, back then, and I have like uh, ideas for for my life career back then. Mm-hmm. Um, so much imagination in my head back then was like imagine if i can create this program i can have people doing this and that on the computers and um i think that that was like a very very simple um simple thing that i really want for my from for my computer programming careers and so so at the time i thought programming is is my career choice back then okay but then i i hit a teenage life crisis back then so I did not. I I at the time I I lose interest in in computers, and so you know like it it's falling apart for me. And you know by high school I just sure. don't know. It's just like yeah, it actually feel like you just uh, break up in um on a long long relationship. And uh, this is mm-hmm. in my case just uh, computers. <laughs> I mean, I've always had an intense interest in computers myself, and mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I don't I don't think you know about this, um, mm-hmm. but I actually was an IT tech for four years uh, oh, back at my college. I see. Yeah, so I was I was one of those people who could not like I couldn't go to college without working. Uh, my parents, you know, I come from a poor family, um, mm. and so they could help me out with like I don't know like food money maybe and mm-hmm, like maybe mm-hmm. gas money. I see. But a lot of the times I had to pay for things myself. Mm. So I had to get a job. So I did I did um, IT work for mm-hmm. four years at my college and I haven't really done IT work ever since, though I still have like very basic like troubleshooting skills. I have very basic like hardware skills, you know, like I, I think I'm kind of a little bit rusty on these skills. But anyway, the, you know, like, yeah, I'm, I'm also a computer nerd is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> um, and I thought I thought myself I, w- I would do something with computers. But, you know, look at me, I ended up getting a degree in history and a degree in translation. <laughs> um did you like art school though? Like, were, were you someone who like did you enjoy it? Because I mean, you obviously went through the full five years and you you graduated in twenty twenty. So how was that like? Oh man, it was really really long. It feel like mm-hmm. I I really enjoy my college times, even though it's yeah, like yeah. It's so so long. It take me mm-hmm. it took me five years to graduate. Um, actually, mm-hmm. they they don't have to be like five years to graduate from from right. the art college. Um, because like my last year, I did li- I literally don't do anything at all because like, um, I I don't have to go to to college at all to study yeah, anything yeah. because uh, the entire college years last that's last years I I just at home spending time to work on my graduation project that's it, and um yeah yeah, yeah. the first year is probably like the the most freest years I have done for my college because at the time I I just like I only have two two classes back then so so I have a lot of time back then for 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 you know like to mm-hmm. do music stuff so um, right. it w- even though it was pretty enjoyable for me um I can just say like in in one or two years after that I just starting to lose motivation and and stuff for for art and yeah. and that's when my music career is going So you think like you had like this like you know like transformation like I guess like that interest in music did that really occur in college or did it occur earlier? It's all, actually it's occurred earlier. So um, yeah. a little bit of, of the story is that um, I mean let's 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 just yeah. get into it. Like what what got you into music in the first place? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so my parent, uh, my 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 grandpa's and my mom um, teach me music uh, when I was young. Like they teach me how to read 
music sheet in uh, wow. and and play pianos back in the day and then i blah blah blahs i just like lose interest in music because i was forced and it was <laughs> it, it wasn't very nice at all so i went to computers and then actually uh in high school just just to fill the gap between secondary school and high school is that um in, in vietnam you have to do like a entrance exams um yep. for high school i have to um joined a competition like a singing competition to to get points for the entrance exams like a bonus point for entrance exams yeah so uh i i i eventually joined like a music team to uh go to a place called haiphong uh to do the uh music competition uh and, and my grandpa is the, the directors of of the show and he signed me up for this because like i really need to squeeze as much points as i could to to pass my high school entrance exams mm-hmm. uh so we went all the way there and we uh, and and at the time it's like 2011 actually a few months before i found out for fandoms one of my friend there they introduced me to like you know like i didn't really listen to any kind of music back then because after was okay. like after I, I was like, I, I, I don't want to study music and stuff like that. I just stopped mu- listening to music. It's, it sounds weird, but yes, it's, it's, it's like that. So, so my friend introduced me to this type of mu- uh, like electronic music. And that's where I found out about dubstep. Wow. wow. Yeah. So, so I discovered Squirrel Lake and dubstep. They give me, a, <laughs> I still have like a vivid memory of it. Um, my friend just introduced me to this things called UKF dubstep August make 2011 which is you know they they still listen to it now because it's the introduction to this type of electronic music when i first listened to it i was like this is like the future of electronic music you know so so yep. so um eventually I, I i got the bonus point because we won the first prize um and that actually changed my 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 life um you know like yeah it's just changed my life and how i view music you know so you're saying through that competition it was you said that singing competition that's when you discovered like that's when you discovered dubstep yeah and exactly, discovering yeah. dubstep changed your life is, is is that what you're saying yeah so so like uh, it mm-hmm, was a singing mm-hmm. competition you know um yeah yeah so after that i i um uh, I just listening to mostly dubstep music for high school mm-hmm. and then during high school, uh, you know, like this is after I, I, I graduate from secondary school and already joined high school as a junior. Yeah. Um, so, so in Vietnam, there, there's secondary school, then there's high school because in the U.S., like they're the same thing. We, yeah. We so, so, yeah. so, so we have we have primary school, secondary school, uh, primary school for five years, secondary school for four years and then high school for two years. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, got it, got it. so so like uh during my high school i discovered uh, you know like the uh i think you know fl studio um mm-hmm. ableton live back then as well um so i yeah, studied you know you know i was gonna ask about that ableton <laughs> yeah <laughs> i yeah, always yeah. ask that question <laughs> yeah 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 uh so so like um i i learned uh how to use those two software in the beginning days because i was like i want to make dubstep out of this software so what mm-hmm. should i do mm-hmm. I just, I just grind with it. I was like going on YouTube because back then there's not much Ableton Live and Ever Studio tutorial mm-hmm. because like that's like a pretty new concept, you know. Not a lot of people 
uh, do tutorial other times. Um, so like I find no tutorial that I want to find. So I just have to like reading on the forum, just like, oh yeah, you have to do this. Uh, you, you have to mm -hmm. turn the knob to the left, like about 20%, something. You just, they just describe everything on, on, right, on, on, right. on the forum. So I just read that. And that so this, like, this yeah. was like back in like 2011, 2012. Yeah, 2011. Mm -hmm. uh, 20, mm -hmm. It's actually 2012, gotcha. actually. Mostly 2012. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you mentioned you mentioned that like you, you didn't really listen to a lot of music like prior to um, high school. Is that right? Yeah, because back then it's like, um, you know, like I just tie up music. <laughs> it was so sure, sure. dumb for me to say it now. But like I was so tied up music back then. So I don't want to listening. I don't want to listen to yeah. any kind of music at all. So it's do you think it's because like you were you were like forced to to like study music and that had like a negative impression on you actually and, mostly then, like, yeah mostly of it and then you think like because you discover dubstep like on your own like you weren't forced to learn dubstep do you think like that had an impact on how you feel about music yes actually absolutely yes uh because like it's come to me like very naturally you know like it, it it's mm -hmm. just inspire me uh, to uh, create and pursue music. I, I think about it for a while. I was like, it is feasible for me to, is it viable for me to uh, to do music at all? So um, that actually proving me that it is viable for me to, uh, sure, to sure. turn it into a career. I, I wasn't sure. Even when I, I, I studied college, I wasn't really sure about it at all yeah. until and, until I tried what was sort of like the spark or what was like the reason why you gave music a shot? Because after you graduated from college, which was in um, art, mm -hmm. how come you didn't get a job as like an artist or like a graphic designer? How come you chose music or, or did, or like what 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 was with that? Okay. So uh, a very short story about this was because like for the entire high school, I, uh, you know, like I, I write music, but like, um, there's no much interaction on my music at all. Mm -hmm. uh, I just create music and, and I met people along the way and they're still my friend now. And I'm, I'm you know, like <laughs> maintaining like a, like like this long kind of relationship was, you know, is, is an achievement for me. It's like it's like a mm -hmm. like a big milestone for me. You know, for me, like friendship never died. Uh, so technically is that like when, when, when after high school, you know, I chose art because back then I, I still doesn't know music gonna work for me at all. So, yeah. so I could choose music for my college, but I choose art instead. Uh, at the times I could say it was like a big mistake for me, but now I feel like, oh, I can benefit from art as well. So it's pretty good. But when I joined high school and, uh, you know, at the time there was like this game called Undertale. Uh, for yep. people who are listening to this podcast, um, Undertale yep. is the RPG games uh, that is very, very, very popular uh, by Toby yep. Fox. Toby I, Fox. Yeah, Toby Fox. Yeah. So, shout out so, to that guy. <laughs> shout out to Toby Fox. They, he's, yeah. he's amazing because I, 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 I have mm -hmm. to work with him for, for, for the official Undertale remixes albums oh also you you yeah. actually you actually do you actually did talk to toby before yes tr actually through emails because like mm -hmm. he, he's supervising that album so gotcha, so, gotcha. so so yeah in college i i i, I write um um these two rem undertale remixes that people still listening to this day it's called yep. uh once you part the terms uh and 
my remix of Mega Megalovania's yep. remix. And yes, that, yes. that remix was, I just did that remix in like two days, one day, two days or something mm-hmm. like that. Because I, but, uh, back then I just write music like very, very fast. Like it just feel like I speed running on music, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I post those two remix on, on SoundCloud. And then I just, I was too lazy back then. I, I didn't know anything about uh, designing like visualizer and stuff like that. There's There's no visualizers concept in my head back then so i just using like a tube to tunes.net and just upload some mp3 file and it just make it convert into a video and post on my youtube so mm-hmm. i didn't think much about it until three days later after i released that remix people comes in to my soundcloud and youtube i never had such interaction from people listening to my music and, and complimenting me so it's feel like it feels weird and I, you know, like at the time, it's only like, uh, you know, like hitting 1K place on SoundCloud back then was like a huge, huge thing for me already. But no, this like a weeks later, it hit to 100,000 plays on, on mm. SoundCloud and YouTube at the same time. And after like a few days in, in that week, in that same week, I hit 1 million on SoundCloud and YouTube and it went viral. Mm. And like that's combined, how, yeah, yeah, like com- one million, no, like, like no, the numbers combined, or? one million each from, oh, wow. yeah, oh wow, wow. So I was like, oh my god, I'm actually doing this. So people actually, mm-hmm. I, and I try, I see people interacting to my remixes. So I try to do something different. Is that like, what if I, I put my or- original song on, on SoundCloud and YouTube? Like, how it's gonna be like? So I have this song that I worked with my friend back then. So uh, already been done and stuff like that. So I upload a song on SoundCloud um, and people just instantly like it because like back then, Future Bass um, music was like a very, very big thing. And I, I accidentally write like, 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 you know, like um, Future Bass music. And, and, you know, for my style back then, I don't really have style for my music back then. I just write the music that make me happy. Um, so that song turned out to be lemon sodas and that song uh i mean like people still interact uh people interact and and stuff like that it was like make me make me and my friend just like feel very happy that like you know like people care about our music it's feel nice it's motivated me to like write more music so at the time like my first four years in college i just write music like crazy I just write music yeah, like literally. I'm noticing that edits. like the uh, Megalovania remix. Yeah. Like, I'm noticing that it, it 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 says that it came out in 2015 October. So that's if I'm not mistaken, isn't wasn't that like while you were starting college? Yeah, that's actually when I yeah. started college. Like one month after I start college. So ba- so basically, like while while you were still doing art, like you were still exploring music. Yeah. So so like mm-hmm. music, like a side thing for me. Uh, other mm-hmm. times and i i just pretty enjoy that uh you know i would do anything to go back to that time because it was so yeah fun and that's how i knew i i starting to meet people and you know like to, uh, by 2015 uh people moving from skype to discord because discord actually right you know it's like we didn't know discord gonna be like a big things for yeah, yeah. I remember Discord, like, I remember before you can even rearrange anything, like, it was just, like, text channels and voice channels, but, like, they didn't let you move them around. Yeah. I think they were, like, sorted alphabetically, and there's no categories. Yeah. And, like, there's no, sh- I remember there was no streaming at first. There's and no it streaming. it was all very, 
it was so bare bones like like in the very very beginning like r they had like limited roles yeah i would kill to like go back to discord 1.0 like just to, to see how it was because i was one of those people who like i only use discord for voice chats yeah but i think people use it a lot more like they build a community on discord now yeah people use uh, discord are like uh like uh big things for the community and stuff uh, I still use Discord server. I I actually have my mm -hmm. Discord server still available around sometimes. Um, so so like, are you, um, are you talking about Tenkitsune or are you talking about something else? Oh uh, yeah, Tenkitsune one for sure. Yeah yeah. So, I just joined by the way. If you if you notice, <laughs> <laughs> I had to, I, I I I I snooped around a little bit, but I I I mean I I wanted to go back to my question it was like so even though you were doing you were studying art in college. It's because of these like remixes, because of your songs that you were doing like independently on the side. Is that what gave you like the inspiration and like the motivation to then say, okay, you know what, I want to do music full time? Yeah, it's basically how it okay. is. Gotcha. You know, it's, it's just motivating me to write me more music and stuff like that. And because yeah. like I, as I have like uh, like into uh, like attention from people um listening mm -hmm. to my music it's just like I, my mandate from uh from the beginning of when i start writing music is that like i don't write the music for uh for for other people i i just write the music for me and people will come for my music interesting okay okay yeah how would you describe your music though like what genres do you fall under nowadays uh i just like combine genres and stuff like that but like i i could say that my my genre of music is just like kawaii future bass kind of things like um you know i don't like, even know what that is okay <laughs> so, that to me. So, so okay so i'm dumb kawaii i'm sorry I'm future bassy, uh, Dude, I, I only like i i just want to explain to the audience i did learn piano as a kid but only for like a year and then i did learn violin for about a year oh you that's play all, that's violin uh yes, but but I'm also one of those guys. I was I was a uh, second violin, if that means anything to you. So I, stay, stay I um, good. yeah. Uh, so basically, not very good. And uh, but I I had to learn how to read music. So I read treble clef, you know, violin. I read mm. treble clef. Mm -hmm. Um, I learned violin in middle school, but when I got to high school, I moved to Texas for high school, mm -hmm. and I stopped learning violin because they only offered band instruments, so they didn't have. If I'm using this phrase correctly, they didn't have symphonic uh, orchestra. Oh, There's no um, symphony okay. orchestra yeah, with yeah, yeah. like a combined full orchestra. It was um, it was band. Yeah. So you had to play like woodwinds maybe or percussion. Mm -hmm. But I I don't want to do that. Like I learned the violin. I don't want. I didn't think it was worth it to learn a new instrument. Yeah. So I basically stopped at that point. So like all this music stuff. Like I know basic music theory. I know I know basic like uh, music history. But yeah. like. I don't know the new genres. <laughs> <laughs> so, so electronic yeah. music, you right, know, ahead. yeah, that's like electronic music is is a very, very interesting to say. Is it, there's a lot of thing to say about uh, the 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 genre of electronic music because like yeah. eventually, like mm -hmm. genre inside a genre inside a genre. <laughs> so, so mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. Kawaii Future sure. Bass, um, the subgenre of Future Bay, which is a subgenre of electronic music. <laughs> Uh, mm -hmm. so kawaii future bay is a music that is you know like inspired by japanese uh cultures uh and 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 mm -hmm. combining with the future based um genre of music which is um actually i don't know how to uh, to 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 explain this uh but like to me uh people describe my music as like a lecture uh, like like future bass for my style of music 
But like for me, I just want to write the music I want to write. Uh, so so like oh uh, back, yeah, so you yeah. have like a more pure intention. Yeah, so so I do not know. Uh, but like if people want to call it future based, then then it's it's all fine by me because it, it you know future based. So like 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 doesn't it include like doesn't it have influence from dubstep and trap or yes. is that or am I wrong? Yeah 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 yeah. Actually, it's a influence from from those kind of things like combined mm-hmm. together into to make it future yeah. based. Cause why future base just like uh, you know like just incorporating incorporating like Japanese element into into yeah. it like for me like I just, like, like Japanese like pop I guess or... yeah actually Japanese video game uh, uh yeah mm-hmm. because like uh, Japanese video game composer are are crazy uh, they are genius they they write like yeah like, yeah they just break the boundary of chord progression and stuff like that and um I for me I just I I was extremely inspired by that so that's why I write like those kind of music and and I'm just like trying to describe my music like I just want to write like very happy positive kind of music so have you have you ever listened to any like I feel like you have but have you ever listened to any Nobuo Uematsu Yes, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. One, one of the what composers for Final Fantasy for like for like the longest time. Definitely, yeah. yeah. I think he doesn't work for Square Enix anymore. I think like he he does other stuff nowadays. He, but yeah, yeah, he he's he's uh, one of my favorite composers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, a shout lot out of people. To that guy. Yeah, shout out to 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 that guy as well. Shout out to Senpai. Yeah, but so do but do yeah. but do you like like I I also want to ask another small mm-hmm. follow up question, but like mm-hmm. you know like we're talking about electronic music, but like have you ever thought about like going back and doing like classical music? Um, I could because like right now I'm I'm working on like I I, I work at the um, the company and uh freelance as well. So my client sometimes asks mm-hmm. me like like do you know you know you can you do classical music? So yeah, I I have yeah. to like I have to be able to write all kind of music genre mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and. Actually, because of that, I I am pretty flexible on you know how how I can do with musics, um, because like if they ask me to do this and that, I have like things in my head that, that I can plan. For example, like for classical music, I can just like I can assemble like a, a bunch of people um to play like a like a live instrument or some something like that, and I will I I will write part of the of the song for it, mm-hmm. you know, like. You know, it, it it's just pretty flexible for me to do this kind of stuff. Yeah, so yeah. I have to know how to write this kind of music. Sure. I think this is a great segue. And um, like, I know we're a little bit all over the place, but I, I think like that's okay. Like it makes the it makes the conversation more organic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think that's a great segue until I was going to ask is like, you've done a lot of international projects. I think you were talking about like Coke for Vietnam. And so, like, like, didn't you do like, like, some kind of like commercial thing for for Coke for Vietnam, like, like, sometime earlier this year, was it? Like a few a few months ago, was it? It wasn't Coke. It was actually Hudas, uh, which is like a like like a Meadows Vietnam beers brand that actually. Oh really? Yeah. Oh okay. So so the beers were actually made by the the people behind Henneken. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was localized. Uh, it wasn't. I don't know. If it was localized or not. But like you know. Basically, I I don't drink beer that much nowadays, <laughs> but uh, sure. I write um, because they have like a big music festival and stuff like that. So I have to write like like music part by part for the you know like a week long festival that they have to like travel around the the middle of Vietnam and stuff like that. So it was uh it was kind of like that. I mean like for international project, uh, I some of which I cannot say the name. 
um right, so, right. because is is i i am still under nda i can't say anything much about it mm-hmm. but like i can just say like you know when you work with client uh you know um so so like i i i work with z's brand but like i have to work through an agent like a like mm-hmm. like a, a advertisement agency so yeah so, you, so it's probably like you're not working with the company directly it's like it's like the middleman it's like like the agency helps you find these jobs yeah but then and, and like you communicate with the agent normally i would imagine yeah actually and then I, like, yeah my understanding is that like also like you can you can correct me if i'm wrong but yeah. like the agency because you know they're a business right they also mm-hmm. take like a little bit they take a cut out of like you know the payment right yes they do yeah because um, i mean it's an agency yeah because that's the agency and also like uh because like um it's part of our deals so it's in the, our it's in our contract with the client mm-hmm. as well normally my process is like, like you know write the music send the file to the uh the agent and the agent send that to the client which um which right, belong right. to the 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 marketing team of the company or something like that and then they will give us feedback and they will throw it to to the the middleman and the middleman just like you know like tell me like uh client doesn't like this client likes this mm-hmm. and what mm-hmm. i should change what sh- I, what i should delete uh, or something like that so so it's it's like that like all the times so um yeah. so so like if anybody asks me like it, how was it feels like to work with this kind of brand it was it was really tiring because like um, most yeah, of the time, yeah. I, I'm not gonna throw. I, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm not gonna say something bad about this because it's just that. Like, yeah, it's just pretty exactly. tiring, and people. Um, yeah. client mostly doesn't know what what they really want. So like during the production, yeah. they um, we just build idea, and they just like, okay, I have an idea now. I want to change this. I want to do that. So so mm-hmm. so most mm-hmm. of the time, they don't really have the concept in the uh, in in their head about it because they most of them doesn't know much about music so it was um you know it was pretty pretty hard for us to like um give them the idea because because we just like blindlessly just trying to find out what the client want and 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 other times the client doesn't know what they want so we have to um to 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 find idea and stuff like that so so in general uh, it was fun it was I feel proud of my products being being used in like a very big brand TV commercial yeah, or something like for that. For sure, for sure, but, you should be. Yeah, yeah. but like in the sa- at the same time, it was pretty tiring. I still find it so astounding that you're able to get into these like really big projects. You know, for someone in Vietnam, where it's like you know, like how come they don't go to someone in America? How come they don't go to someone in Europe? But like you're able to like get these like really big projects. Like I think that's amazing. Yeah, I never had the breakthrough, dude. Like I, I mean, like I'm. I'm still waiting to get hired by Mihoyo. Fingers crossed. <laughs> well, for for the for the voice acting stuff, like like I I've I've tagged them a couple times before, but I mean, you know, you, even if I was hired, I guess it's all NDA, yeah. right? But like I I never had the big breakthrough yet. But finger fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, you know, give yourself like a pat on the back though, because like to kind of go back to what we were talking about, like with school, like you've been through like five years of school mm-hmm. and you've had like these like amazing like interactions with your your fans audience, and your yeah. audience like while you're while you're going through art school and then like now you're getting like these big projects like i, I think that is amazing uh, yeah for someone so young for someone so young <laughs> i i am i i don't think i'm young anymore <laughs> it's just like i'm getting wait okay wait till you're 30 man like i mean i'm not 30 yet but like when you can tell me that when you're when you're yeah 30. <laughs> i actually like um you know like i i have like a list of things that I really want to do uh, before I hit 30s. 
So so I just want yep. to do yep. everything I want before I hit 30 because like you know life mm-hmm. is pretty short and you know I mean like my life is not going to be over agreed, when when agreed. when is the when I hit 30 it's just that like I want to enjoy stuff that I really want to do before then. Yeah, it no I'm with you on that. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you on that. I think your your 30s is my 40s then like I I've, I've done I've done a lot of stuff in my 20s like I'm 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 28 mm-hmm. if that means anything mm-hmm. to you so uh, I think I have like basically the same idea except, you know, for me, it's going to be my 30s. I, I mean, I just graduated like five days ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Congratulations. Just, yeah, like I think you saw. Yeah, thank you. Thank, I mean, we'll drink. We'll drink. I mean, I mean, if, if we see each other at my party, we'll see each other in like a week and a half. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, I, I need to clean up my room and do some stuff before leaving Taiwan. But yeah, like I'll like I, I'm really excited to just finally relax a little bit. Um, It's been a very uh difficult and stressful past couple of months i would mm-hmm. say but no like i had an i had an epic graduation party last friday and i'm going to be drinking with some friends uh tomorrow and friday uh this upcoming friday so yeah i, I i'm i'm ready to relax i i'm done with like my thesis and everything yeah. um um i'll ask like this one quick question and i'll move mm-hmm. on cuz we were talking about like freelance work but right now like what is your work situation like where are you employed if you're allowed to say like where what would you do as a full-time job or or is it just only freelance so right like uh, i work both freelance and at the company i can't say which company i am working uh this is like uh sure. just me and you uh we got the podcast yep, yep. um i i can say it but like i i am not allowed to say that or where i'm working at but i can just say yep. like uh um i i working like a like a full-time musician, I write uh, and 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 audio engineers. Um, so I I mix mm-hmm. and master music for for song for I- internally, both at the company and freelance. Uh, you know, like at the company, people mm-hmm. just send me five internally, so I so I can mix and masters. Or freelance, like people commission me to 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 do this right, kind of stuff right. as well. So I I have working freelance and um and at the company. Wow, so no wonder you're so busy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so. <laughs> I mean, you gave you gave your Telegram as like public, you're, so like anyone can message Snappy the busy dog. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I I I put like a biography saying like be uh, like Collie busy busy Collies <laughs> something like that. Um, so like uh, you know like people can contact me on on my Telegram uh, 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 uh about how all of this come together. Yeah. Yeah, so so I I work I work in both internally and 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 freelance for other clients that doesn't go uh through my companies, and so like I also like in charge of like music production. My my main thing is music production, um, and mm-hmm. I write mm-hmm. lyrics and stuff for other artists, like mostly other big artists in the company because it's the big recording mm-hmm. labels. So I just write these kind of music for for this. Um, for for these artists to 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 sing and to perform on stage as like a songwriters. Sure, sure. I still think that's really impressive. You know, for someone who like like didn't you graduate like what like three years ago? Was yeah, it? it was three years ago. Um, yeah, and, and and like you're always doing so much stuff. Like that is that is very impressive. Um, you know, you you have an impressive resume. <laughs> I want to hear more about uh, Tenkitsune. In this, I think we'll probably wrap up this section about uh, compositions, at least uh, music composition, like Tenkitsune. Like, what is it, and who who is Tenkitsune? If we're allowed to. Okay, know. <laughs> so so for people who doesn't know Tenkitsune, Tenkitsune is my music projects. 
um the image behind Tenkisune was like this white hair orange sodas fox um characters orange soda fo- I love it I love it yeah, yeah. because like the uh they just like you know they just like sodas I I think I guess yeah <laughs> but, but like, like like orange soda yeah yeah you have that in Vietnam you you guys you guys actually drink that in Vietnam um the the only orange soda that I have in Vietnam is just um either Fanta or Miranda's. Oh uh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I had to buy you real orange soda next time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if, yeah. If, if they have it in Bangkok, if they have it, I'll actually. Which I'll actually is in it, a but... week. Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's in a week. Yeah, yeah. So tank is so so. Are you telling me that you're secretly a fox? Um. Is it is it like it like uh, like undercover? You're really a fox. <laughs> no, actually. Okay, so so for people who doesn't know, actually. This information not not a lot of people know is uh, right. Tenkisune used to be my first owners. Wow. Uh yeah. So so wow. so oh so so before Snappy, that was Tenkisune's. Right. Tenkisune's uh first owner was just like a, like an orange fox. So he mm. he became like a orange soda fox now because uh I was like why not? Yeah yeah. So I, I I'm glad another fox like I mean I'm a drink too I'm a matcha latte fox <laughs> <laughs> so I'm you know nice to meet another beverage fox yeah beverage fox beverage fox or squats um so yeah dude um I I just you thank you Sunday as like a, my my main thing and stuff until 2018 when uh I met um a, a friend of mine his name is Foxy he live in um, they live in the state actually. They um one of my close friends and still is my close friend, even though we still have, we we haven't talked uh much nowadays due to the fact that you know like the time the time diff uh, the time zone differences uh, in the state and 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 here was like it's so crazy it's like yeah probably twelve hours differences yeah um depending on where you live yeah I mean I know my parents they they live in they live in Texas yeah uh, I see. But yeah, it was like that. It was uh, so crazy to like um, yeah. to interact to each other. Uh, and other time I have like you know classes in in college, uh, and and sometimes they happen in in the morning. And the only time that I can talk to him uh, to 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 them is, is is during the morning. Like I I mean like this this apply to people in the state exactly. So, yeah. So like actually you know like for people who doesn't know now and he he allowed me to say this now but like for people who doesn't know fox keys um they first uh, like furry name is non-stop pup on twitter and so um i i probably think like uh i, I probably think that some people n- would recognize them already because they they kind of right. like uh they kind of a big things on twitter as well um so non-stop pup like what like is it are they like an art Sorry, I, I don't know. This they they person. they are musician as well, but they want to oh, have okay, okay. they want to have uh, um, me to grow as an artist, like an actual professional artist. So they comes in and they changed my life. They wow. they was like my first managers, so it was really fun working with them until sure, um sure. I it, it was like that until 2021. Um, sure. so so like they they told me like you know what you um you should separate things like you shouldn't make it like uh you know like just keep furry thing and professional thing is separated right right actually that's the reason why i have snappy so mm-hmm. good move i separate i i i, I consider uh at that points on i consider i think just my music project brand like uh yeah yeah and um snappy is it is basically my uh my fursuna so i mm-hmm. 
didn't think much about it. Uh, one day, um, for people who doesn't know, actually, Snappy come from an come from like a like a YCH auction. <laughs> Did, I I I don't remember that. Well, I I guess yeah. I don't think it I say this familiar, to, to anybody. But, uh, but like, oh, okay. I, I I bought sure, sure. I bought Snappy from from a friend because they never use it at all, and they was like, hey, mm. you know what? Uh, you can uh have this because I need money anyway because I I I was like they they were like in trouble or something like that. I was like, oh, okay, this I really like Border Collie. I like Spot. I like everything about. Yeah, them. I love Border. So so I just like. You know what? I I I'll take it. So I turn uh and and the original version of Snappy and stuff like that and compared to now is like mm-hmm. there's not much differences but like I have to tweak it so it become it, it slowly become my personas. So And and I think Snappy like like can you remind me again was it Bio who made him? Um uh, my my first suit. Uh, yeah, 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 that's yeah, that's, what, that's what I meant. Yeah, Bio made my first suit, yeah. Shout out to be yeah I, re- I remember that part I remember that part because you told me about like the eyes you told me you, I was like how come your eyes look like that and then I think you said something like I wanted be able to make me look different or special or oh something yeah like yeah yeah so people keep saying like my my personal eyes you know like it has a very unique uh, color palette for eyes right yeah. so 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 like people thinking uh, people was like you have hypnotized eyes I was like yeah <laughs> yeah dude. I always thought that I was like oh my gosh that's why I was like I was like, that's why I was like who who is this guy <laughs> who is this guy when I first when I first saw you when I first saw like your your profile like on Facebook or Twitter I was like who is this guy. <laughs> Who is this guy? Um, and now I know, but yeah. Now he know. So Tenkitsune, like, you'll have to remind me, that came first before Snappy, right? Like, Tenkitsune was, like, your first, like, account on Twitter, and then Snappy came afterwards. And then, because, like, you're trying to separate, like, your professional and your furry, right? Yeah. Basically, I, I try um, to separate things, you know. I, I want, like, furry fandom... Um, Mm-hmm. activities and 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 professional activities to be separated yeah, exactly. um that actually mutual ideas from my 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 manager at the times and me so we did and snappy exists and yeah. um a bunch of i, I tell uh, like a few friends of mine who know about tenkisune like they they found out my music and stuff like that like I, which is like my close friend and stuff uh mutual about snappy and i was like you know like hey i i i made uh like a like a Twitter's um for my new persona Snappy and stuff like that. That was like twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow, that was like twenty seventeen. Snappy in twenty seventeen. Wow, that's when I joined the fandom. Actually, you know, yeah, I think my managers met me in twenty seventeen, not twenty eighteen. Sorry, yeah, it was twenty seventeen. Uh, sure, sure. Yeah, so so like um, I met my manager there, um, and and they they gave me the gave me that idea. So so I was like. For Snappy, I can, you know, like for, for my tw- uh, Snappy Twitters, I can express everything, you know, like I, I want exactly, to, like, yeah. my, it's like, it's like my personal account um, to, um, you know, to express my feeling and everything um, about the furry fandom because like kind of, of my, of my safe space to tell people and my friends about life, you know. And um, Tenkusune is more professional. That's the reason why people go to Tenkusune. Just feel like you know. Sometimes I I I tweet about stuff on 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 there, but like also like it's mostly just about music. Exactly. Yeah. And it just it just so happened to be that like 
you're expressing Tenkitsune as a fox. Yeah. Like 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 it's it's not necessarily like a like a furry account. It's just like that's just like that's like a persona, I guess. Yeah, it's it's just like, that's like, like uh, the image. That's just an image, yeah. So so, yeah. so Snappy become my personas. So Tenkitsune yeah, is basically yeah. just just to simplify, uh Tenkitsune is the is the music project of Snappy. It's just it's there just that. yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Wow, Snappy Snappy's persona is a fox then. I guess <laughs> a persona over persona. A persona. Uh, I mean, it's so interesting because, like, like I think this might be like the the last thing I'll say. Then we can talk about DJing. Yeah, yeah. But um, like when I Google Tenkitsune, like it's it's it's. I mean, it's it's like your account. Yeah. Like, like it's your professional. Like you can Google that, and you'll find like results on YouTube and stuff. And it, like I, I just looked. At, I can't pronounce Vietnamese, but I look at like what's this like Chong Tu Tua Chong Lai. It's like Ween X M C K Tenkitsune. I was like, I listened to. It, I was like, this is, like some kind of vietnamese rap i think yeah yeah is, um, uh, is, do you know what i'm talking about like yeah, yeah, yeah. is that you is that is that you rapping is that your voice or is that is that the guy in the video rapping oh it's just the guy in the video rapping i damn the, if you if you told me that was you i would have believed you i really would have believed you i mean like i could but i don't think i can <laughs> man like like I, when i saw that because you're you're at the point where like if you type in tenkutsune like google search will actually just show a picture of you basically <laughs> and all your productions like that's really cool like yeah, I mean, my only my only claim to fame is I have an IMDb now. Like, if you if you if you if you find me, like, I'm not gonna say my name, but if you find my name, like, I I finally have an IMDb IMDb. So, but um, it's funny because like it's for something that like it's it's for a role I don't even know I did. But anyway, anyway, like that that's that's all that's all I have on me. I don't I don't have like I don't I don't have amazing SEO. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, thank you, Sunish. Just like a music project for Snappy. These next few questions are are about um, DJing, and they actually they come from Burger. And so, his, like the first question we have here is like, what are the differences between DJing and performing on stage? I, gu I guess like the first question or like the first thing to mention is like, wow, so you're a DJ. Like in addition to all these like th these like freelance projects, like are you you're you're also a DJ? Yeah, I also a DJ. Um, I I I work. Okay. Uh, I DJ at the festival and the clubs. Um, yeah, in the local, I can just say in Vietnam as well, but like, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so like, um, I just a just a small thing. I I I was on tour with uh, Martin a Martine record, which is like a big indie and longest running recording label, um, in Japan. Um, they come to uh Vietnam to do a show with me, uh, which I was uh, like a like a program directors uh for the show as well. But yeah. it was back in twenty nineteen. Like this is like one year before COVID. So okay. Uh, so 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 like uh, we went on tour. We go to like we went from the southern Vietnam. I have to fly to Ho Chi Minh City for for this, and uh, mm. we uh with the tour and we just like slowly go from Ho Chi Minh City go back to Hanoi, uh for for show and stuff like that. It, you know it was amazing. So. Like uh, I, I guess as first, so like when did you get into DJing? What was it that year? You said twenty nineteen, or or was it before? Or actually, I uh, it was before. Like back in twenty seventeen, when I started to no twenty eighteen, uh twenty eighteen okay. is when I started to um you know like get into DJing stuff. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So then, like back back to DJing, like like what are the difference between DJing and performing on stage? Uh, well, DJing and compositions, I I think I think is the question. 
Yeah, so so like the uh, DJing and live performing on stage is quite different. For gotcha, me, gotcha. Uh, for live performing, I, I I perform my music live on stage. That's what is called live performing. So I I, okay. I play the um you know like uh, my music on a lunch pad. Um, so so I, mm-hmm. I use it to trigger my instrument and just live performing um, in front of a bunch of people surrounding me. It, I see. Yeah. Okay. I so see so now. for yeah. um, you know it was fun um, and and stuff like live performance is when I can perform my music my my own uh, music in front of my audience like live so yeah. people can you know say like I have sample of my music just in in pieces like and I just use my launchpad to trigger it. Sometimes I play like on uh, on the keyboard as well, like live on on the keyboard, so people can see me mm-hmm. play on the keyboard. So then, what about like DJing? Like, how does that differ from live performance? So DJing is basically like um, basically um, you know like I prepare the song uh, and I have my DJ equipment. I just pack my DJ equipment and I go to the stage and you know like I just uh, I don't have to pre- prepare much about it. Because I have a music that I want to play and stuff like that. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. It 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 not necessary my music because it's, I'm not like performing that music on stage, right? So I'm just like playing the music in front of people and mm-hmm. just like uh, depending on the mood and stuff uh, and stuff like that. I just like switch between music and stuff. And so um, for like do DJs like again like I'm pretty new to this. Like do DJs then so they're not really playing music um, as in like live performance or like playing like recordings. It's it's just you have like like a playlist, right? Yeah, I have a like playlist. It's, it's, imagine of like mm-hmm. a, like a Spotify playlist, and we just like we we have the music, but like we 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 have software to to like um mm-hmm. uh, to like as a DJ, we we build a playlist. We choose a song that we want to play for that show or something like that. We prepare it mm-hmm. and we put it into the playlist, and so um we put things together. Um and 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 then honestly. For for the song and stuff like that, we go through the every song and then we queue up, like, like like you know right. like putting on our like the hot queue points on a song. So when we want to like mix in or try or do like doing a transition between song, which is like, mm-hmm. you know, we can just like do it. Uh, we already like build up the playlist for that, right? So we just like going through the playlist and, and stuff like that. But sometimes we have to improvise because like we don't we don't we have to read the audience to know like what they want. We had to read the yeah, yeah. You, you know. That's why we uh, that that's the uh, that's why we have to do for the uh, I don't know if you, if you were at the Tai Tao DJ dance party, but uh, I don't think I was. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So so me and Low Prop was like improvising uh, to uh, towards he the told end. Me, of the, he told me. He told me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was it was really fun. It's that that's how we mm-hmm. DJs actually. But for the DJ dance party, yeah. it's just like. We have like all the um, like like playlists and music and stuff that we want to, we want to play it. We just play it. Gotcha, gotcha. We only have like maybe like a couple more questions to ask. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, again, thank you so far for uh, being with us. Um, mm-hmm. This next question is about like music production, mm-hmm. uh, but I guess you, I guess you could also extend this to DJing, but it's more about music production. Mm-hmm. Like, how would you recommend a beginner to get involved with like music production? Like, where should they start? I think that um, for music production, you can just uh, most of the times. I actually uh, just just to say, I I actually teach uh, music production as well. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, so teacher, so, teacher Snappy, all right, Mister, <laughs> <laughs> Professor yeah. Snappy. 
Yeah. So so like for music production, um, I I would recommend people just like uh, trying out things because you you know like uh, I I tell people to like get Ableton Live, FL Studio, like whatever kind mm-hmm. of door that you are uh, that you comfortable with, or you or if you want to try, you can just uh, get it. And um, because like I I am only like uh, uh work with uh, I teach Ableton Live and Ever Studio mostly, but if it was like out the door, I would recommend you guys were like checking on YouTube because like it wasn't like ten years ago where where's like the concept of tutorial uh, was like pretty new back then, but yeah, now it's exactly. like it's now like everywhere. I I'm pretty sure that you guys will find it on social medias. So yeah, I think you guys will find most of the stuff on um over there. And yep. it was um, you can just have fun with it. Like the the core thing about music production is that you have fun with uh, with, with with what you want mm. to target and stuff like that. Because like that's how I did back in the high school. Um, I don't have much software. Uh, like you know, like back then, back in high school, I just like using FL Studio and Ableton Live at the same time. But like on like a crappy HP Pavilion G4 laptop that that mm-hmm. run very I very yeah, slow. Yeah, HP Yep, I run yeah. that model. Yeah, so 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 like I struggle with the CPU usage kind of things, and so um, what I did is just that I you know I I just experimenting with stuff. The 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 core things that I tell to my student is that like you have to try to know because like I could be wrong. Some I cannot be right all the time. I could be wrong. So so like to know if I'm wrong or not, you have to try to know. For music production, it's just like it's uh, like you know, like you have to experiment to 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 understand if this mm-hmm. if this is gonna work mm-hmm. for you or not. Because like sometimes you have to go against the laws of sound physics or frequency mm-hmm. response or you know like all kind of stuff together. It's like you can just do whatever you want. That's the core thing about music production. Is like you you just have fun. And and even though if you don't know anything about music production, you can just go on YouTube and just see how people are doing it, and and you can just right. have fun with it. You can just tweak a bunch of knobs on a synthesizer, like on a software synthesizer, to to, to see how it's gonna go for you. Yeah, and so and so it's like it's like that spirit of like having fun with it, like never forgetting that you know it's an enjoyment thing, right? Like you, you should do you should do something that you enjoy, but then like also having like I guess like freedom, like like freedom to experiment. Mm, yeah. Yeah, so so music production is the um, uh, for me it, it's just like the process of like turning an idea into a real things. Yeah, and um, it it is always like that for me. Again, the core things for everything uh, involved into a music production is just like just having fun. Um, my home mm-hmm. is like you know like back then I just used the crack version of FL Studio or something like yeah. that because yeah, I don't we've have all been there. Yeah. yeah, I had to pirate um things and then slowly mm-hmm. uh, if you want to pursue music production and stuff like that, uh, you can you know like you can just start out like me. You don't you don't have to ha- have much money and you don't uh you can buy things you can t- and you still want to try out. I'm not encouraging piracy or something like that. It's just like. You can do whatever you want, and yeah, and slowly you can just like like I earn money from my music stuff, and so I slowly pay for my software yeah. and everything, and my hardware as well. Um, yeah. my, even and, though and that's my, the goal, yeah. you know, like eventually, like if you like it enough, hopefully you can monetize your passion to the point, like you know, like instead of thinking of it as a hobby, like for people who want to actually make money off of it, you know, mm. hopefully, like that's the goal. Mm. So yeah, yeah, that's 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 all. That's that's like how sure. I think people should do. Um, um, be the music right. production. Well said. Well said.
Well, we really just have one last question by this point. Um, and we, we tend to ask this question, but it's something that, you know, we're always curious about. And that's like, where do you see yourself in the next few years? Like, if I recall correctly, I think you're in the process of moving to Bangkok, I think. But like, you know, like, like, tell us like, like, like what's, what's, what's in the future for Snappy? First, uh, yeah, for, for me, I just want to keep creating music and I want to keep uh, pursuing my own music stuff because right now, uh, I just released my albums, the, A Little Fuck Adventure oh. Part 2, which is like already, uh, I'm just going to say is, uh, it was like four years in the making. And it's oh, just wow. it just recently released like back in June. I, 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 I'm okay. very proud of that. Uh, of, of that. Long and now project, I, wow, four yeah. years. So uh, right now I'm, I'm writing an, my, my next album at the moment. I just start making my, my next album already. Uh, it's going to take me a few years to finish it um and and also like you know i just want to keep creating and you know like working with people and, and, and clients and something like that yeah collaborating yeah. with people because like you come uh, across as a very creative person i feel like <laughs> yeah you're a very hardworking, very creative person i i can't say uh if i'm a creative person or not but like i'm trying to be creative as much as possible because like eventually it, it's just the core of everything that i do so yeah yeah so so yeah, um, you 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 asked me if I still making the move to Bangkok. Yeah, I'm still making the move to Bangkok. I'm awesome. I'm middle of like a processing visa processing mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. like that before I move. Yeah, because like you'll be moving there for like work. Re- I mean, you don't, you don't have to say where you're working, but you're moving there for like a like a job, right? Yeah, for a while. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like a long term move. It's not just like one or two months. Actually, is uh is probably like a like a few months and stuff like that. But, but but like I I want to see how it goes first because like it is like like a very yeah. big things for me to do. <laughs> what about like DJing though? Like you mentioned that you also do DJing. Like, would you consider like doing more of that in the future? Or yeah, I I still want to do more DJ because DJ is like part of my things as well. So mm-hmm. so like um I mean I still mainly gonna stick with composition because that's what I uh that, that's my main things and DJ was like yeah. a, like a side things for me. Uh, but like mm-hmm. it, it's a thing that you know like DJing is fun you know you can just play music with other people and and, and it's just like you know like, like the yeah, people the you vibes, want yeah the vibes the crowd and people and, love yeah. you know the music yeah and and also like the thing is that like I don't know if people know like um I I I mean like you know that I play my my quite yep. a lot so so yeah, that's like yeah. translate very well for me for to do DJing yeah yeah, yeah for sure for sure and and but like um. Yeah, so like I stick with the composition more because yeah, uh, that's my main things, and I I I I just write music, you know, like writing music and DJ is mm-hmm. like a, it's like a different things. So I and, write music, and I, and I yeah, I d- I have to interject and ask, like you you know, Terra is a huge fan of yours. Remember that one night he joined? Like I think we were like, I think we were gaming at one point, and you joined at like three a.m. and we were talking all the way to like five, but. Like Terra is a huge fan of yours, but then like, have you ever like talked to uh, DJ Ice? I think you know who I'm talking about, right? Oh yeah, I do know who that is, but I don't. I don't think I ever met them before. Man, if you ever come to Infernity, like you'll you'll probably see. I mean, in the future, if you ever come to a future Infernity, like you know, you'll 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 see. He's cool. They're all they're all very chill people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. They they they're really nice. I I I mean, I I heard Teru t- uh, tell me so much about them. So it was fun. Yeah, yeah.
I think that basically wraps up our interview today. Thank you so much for um, for uh, spending about like what almost two hours with us, um, <laughs> and and you know telling us about like how like how it was growing up in Vietnam, your journey into music, how you you know disliked it at first, but then now <laughs> now you got back into it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, th this this is a man of many talents, that's for sure. Um, and so, uh, you know, the last segment of our of our podcast is always the social media shout out. So, how can we find you? What what what, what should, where where should we follow you? If you want to follow uh, my music project, uh, Thank You Snare, you can find me at uh, on on Twitter's and Instagram or Facebook at uh, at the uh, Thank You Snare Music um, mm -hmm. handles. So yeah, so so also um for if you want to follow like uh like personal lie and stuff as Snappy, uh actually Snappy having more followers than Thank You Say for some reason. Yeah. Uh, so 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 like yeah, Snappy yeah. um for Snappy you can find me uh at Snappy Puppers. Snappy Pupper mm -hmm. S N A P P Y P U P P E R Snappy Puppers. Right, um, right. And uh, yeah, you can find me on the same platform like Twitter, uh, Instagram, or Facebook. Uh, actually, I don't have Facebook, but I have like a face, uh, like a personal Facebook that everyone knows. It's called Snappy Thomas. Wow, is that really your name though? Like, or or are you not allowed to say? Oh, that's actually my my official English name, uh, Thomas. Jim. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll call Mister Thomas. Yeah. So, so people. <laughs> oh, you know my real name. I'm not gonna say my real name, but you know my real name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do know about your real name. Yeah. So like, but but, yeah. but like. Most of the time, like people can't, uh, um, you know, like people can't pronounce my Vietnamese name, so that's why I was yeah. like, you know, I, 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 I will, I will introduce you to my official English name that nobody knows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's been it's been a treat to have you on on, on the podcast, Nappy. Um, <laughs> like 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 you mentioned before, like you know, yeah. it's something that we always want to do this year. Mm -hmm. Um, and thank you, and really appreciate that you um you were able to fit us in like right before um uh, uh forgets and right before first square, but mm -hmm. we were able to catch you after your your Malaysia trip. Yeah. Um, we, we we always like to respect our guests. We respect people's time, so I'm glad that everything worked out and. You know, with any luck, this episode should be released sometime this year. We're thinking that it's going to be in October. So for the people in October, it's just going to sound normal, I guess. Um, <laughs> but for us, like we're in we're in August right now, so you yeah. know the, the 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 magic of TV, the magic of editing will will come through. So anyway, um, thank you again so much, um, Snappy, uh, for for being here on the pod. Yeah, um, I am Michael the Matcha Fox. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for having me in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>